Youth, Judaism's main force for survival. Jewish youth guarantees us two essentials needed for having a tomorrow. Tomorrow's leaders and those people who will comprise the Jewish community in the future. Youth is our assurance for Jewish survival. As for as long as youth exists, Judaism will be able to continue. As we look back into our Jewish history, we can see that it is only through the continuance and strength of our people that we have survived. The Lechadodi is a prayer that we recite to welcome in Shabbat. In Kabbalistic tradition, singing Lechadodi welcomes in the spirit of Shabbat, which emulates the entrance of a bride. Please join us in singing the Lechadodi on page 20. bud appears, weak and mild it grows to maturity. Like the bud, we too grow to maturity. Like the dew that nurtures the flower, God has nurtured us. 
Through many harsh winters and calm summers, he has guided us towards better lives and more useful members of our society. He has provided us with knowledge and strength to see our problems through. It has become of these glorious things God has done for us that I stand here today and offer this small token to him. We are all truly grateful for the kindness he has bestowed upon us in order that we may become flowers of magnificent beauty. Marcia Jean Diamond, 1966. The Bar is the mitzvah of calling Israel to join us in prayer. Please rise, or you're already rising, <laughs> and, and join us on page 28. Center yourselves as we prepare for the Shema on page 34. Thank you. 
join us for the Wehrhafter on page 36. are getting married. While both my parents grew up in relatively secular homes, my half-Jewish dad's family leaning a little towards Christianity and my fully Jewish mom's leaning towards Judaism, they decided to have a Jewish wedding. My mom had always wished her family had practiced their religion more, so she made my dad promise that they would raise their family as Jews. Almost 22 years later, as I stand up here today, 
I can safely say that her promise was fulfilled. The journey has had many ups and a few downs, but has become one of the most rewarding parts of my life and is hardly over. Fast forward to a few years after I am born and I am enrolled at Temple Emmanuel Preschool. I spend my days learning about the Jewish holidays and playing on the movable plastic structures that I still see hidden in the corner of the courtyard to this day. I make friends with people I still go to school with and am the student of teachers who still work here. One of my earliest memories takes place in this very building. We were celebrating Shabbat in my preschool classroom, as we did every week, and I was so excited that it was finally my turn to hold the challah we had made hours earlier as my class recited the motzi. Every week, we would switch off whose responsibility it was to hold the kiddush cup, the candles, and the challah. Holding the challah was always my favorite position of honor. Every morning, my mom and I would walk four blocks from our home on Locust Street to preschool, and I would spend my days singing songs, playing in the courtyard, and learning about what it means to be Jewish. Although my preschool memories are fuzzy now, I look back on the very beginning of my Jewish journey fondly. Being confirmed in this very building has been an ambition of mine since I was a three-year-old preschool student here at Emmanuel. I used to look at the many photos on the walls of the past confirmation classes, dating all the way back to the late 1800s. I wanted my own picture to be on the walls of the temple forever so that other little kids could look at it and be inspired too. I must say that standing up here today, um, about to finally reach this goal and graduate from being a student here, feels very surreal, as Temple has been a sort of second home to me for as long as I can remember. Next come the dark years, Sunday school. <laughs> In kindergarten, I hated Sunday school so much that I'm pretty sure I only attended about four times. I started coming more often in the subsequent years, but one year my parents had to bribe me with the board game of my choice from Toys R Us in order to make sure I wouldn't complain about showing up. But when I wasn't complaining, I actually really enjoyed learning Hebrew and was one of the best readers in the class. While I did not make many friends my first few years of Sunday school, one of the best parts was eventually befriending Julia, who's standing next to me right now. During the hikes our teacher would take us on, Julia would give me the mint she kept in her bag and talk to me like we were already best friends. She soon became my go-to person at Emmanuel, and our friendship only grew stronger when we decided to go to Camp Newman together during the summer before our bat mitzvahs. That summer, we were put together in a cabin with other girls who were at camp for the first time. We split up for our activities, but bonded over our relationships with our other cabin mates and the thrill of being at Jewish summer camp for the first time. We both had a great time, but I was hesitant to go back for an extra week the next summer. Julia convinced me, and I've been going to Camp Newman for at least three weeks for every summer since. During our second summer, we were in a cabin with girls who'd been going to camp for years. We felt very uneducated about camp culture compared to them and became tangled into the drama of our cabin's middle school teenage girl problems. <laughs> but the girls in that cabin are people I'm still close with today. While Julia stopped going to camp before I did, because of her push to be in that longer session, I kept going back year after year, eventually reaching the CIT program, and I am returning as a counselor this summer, possibly to girls the same age as Julia and me when we first started attending. Though Kara and I probably had been in the same room millions of times before, we only became friends in the fifth grade. Once our friendship started to blossom, I began to fully enjoy my time at Temple again. Fast forward again to the bat mitzvah era. Though it took a lot of work on my part as well as the part of my family, my bat mitzvah was one of the most special days of my life as it marked the beginning of my life as a Jewish adult. I remember feeling sad during the ceremony that my learning at Temple was about to end. Thankfully, I was very wrong. The Emmanuel Fellowship Program 
here has, taught, has helped me understand how Jewish values and traditions are relevant to and can augment my current life and relationships. From the trips to Los Angeles, New York, and Tahoe, to spending time with our wonderful leader, Ariana, I am so thankful to have been able to spend my Sundays learning alongside these people. For the last four years, Kara and I have had the privilege of being teen teachers in various Sunday school classrooms here. I have spent my Sundays teaching preschool with Tori Starks, who has taught me much about what it means to be a teacher in a Jewish setting. Being with the kids was the highlight of my week, and I have loved watching them grow up through the youth and family ed program in the same way I had done years before. Working here has also strengthened my bond with the community. As a teacher, I have been able to truly get to know students, parents, clergy, and teachers, and appreciate the roles they serve in our Emmanuel community. Temple has also introduced me to opportunities within the greater Jewish community, for which I am very grateful. In the seventh grade mitzvah corps program, Kara and I worked together for two years with the Friendship Circle, an organization that pairs special needs kids with teen volunteers. We learned so much about this population and their families. It was especially meaningful to understand from experience how the Jewish community responds to people in need. The value of service is still important to my life now, and Friendship Circle and Temple Emmanuel make up the foundation for that. Additionally, I had the opportunity to participate in the teen-led High Holiday Service for three years, an experience that gave me the opportunity to give a speech like this one and sing a song with my brother, two experiences I never believed I would, I never believed I would have. But what do all these experiences mean? It means that we are Temple Emmanuel All-Stars. Together, Julie and I participated in the majority of all the programs this congregation offers for young people, and we are better people because of it. My time here has taught me not only about Judaism, Hebrew, and the Torah, but also social and leadership skills. As is clear, Temple Emmanuel has opened up countless other opportunities for me, and I could not be more thankful. Even though our journeys in Havra Dan are coming to a close, I'm excited to begin my journey as a true Jewish adult. Because of this place, I know that Judaism is something that I want to continue in my life. And no matter what we all choose to participate in during college or how far away we are from San Francisco, hopefully this temple has brought all of you one thing that I know I will appreciate long past my years here. Lifelong friends we can always count on. Havra Dan, I don't know where we all fall on the manual all-star spectrum or how you feel to be leaving this place soon, but I am proud of all of us for making it this far. People have come and gone, but we've endured through the hours of bar and bat mitzvah prep and Sunday plans we had to cancel for fellowship, and I believe we will all be successful Jewish adults because of it. I hope that this is not the end of my Jewish learning and being a student grappling with the complexities of our Jewish texts, even though I am technically graduating from the program today. Now that I'm finally going to be confirmed, I am proud to have my own tribute to this special space, a place that has been such a significant part of my life, in the form of a photo that will hang on the walls for decades to come. Shabbat Shalom. Page 42. Shivenu Adonai Eloheinu Lishalom, Lishalom, Amideinu Shangheinu Lechayim. Ufros Aleinu Sukkah Shlomecha, Ufros Aleinu Sukkah Shlomecha, 
In these times of stress and strain, it is easy to forget our responsibilities towards Judaism, our higher duties. These higher duties are neither ritualistic nor ceremonial. They are the duties of a Jew to set an example for his fellow men in words and actions. This is because the true value of religion lies in how it affects a man outside the synagogue in his daily life. One who follows this course by being righteous all the time will find the inner peace that Judaism may bring. James Harry Reich, 1966. The Amidah is a prayer that reminds us to be grateful for our time on earth. We remember that what we have done and think of what we want to do with our time in the future in hopes of making the world a better place. Please rise and join us on page 46. Please be seated and take a moment for silent reflection.
our blessings, we are history in song. We are hope and we are healing, we are learning to be strong. We are words and we are stories, we are pictures of the past. We are carriers of wisdom, not the first and not the last. We protect this chain from generation to generation. Lidor Vador, these lips will praise your name. Looking back on the journey that we carry in our heart. From the shadow of the mountain to the waters that would part. We are blessed, we are holy, we are children of Yahweh. And the words that bring us meaning, we will have the strength to say. Protect this chain from generation to generation. Lidor Vador, these lips will praise your name. Lidor Vador, Nagi Galeha. Lidor Vador, we protect this chain from generation to generation. Lidor Vador. The community isn't hard to find if you find a common ground. It may not be, it may be not important, but still keep that in mind that a community can be found. We've been able to form our own community through our common religion. Of course, this broadens the sense of unity. It works as a bridge. With this, it didn't matter who we are, we still became friends. And even if our locations become near or far, this bond will last us until the very end. The time has come, I'm afraid, for us to go and, go and fly away. But don't let the happiness of this event fade where we will see each other again someday. Thank you. Wow. It's an honor to be able to be up here and to, to be a part of this ceremony tonight. Um, and we'll talk more about this, but this kind of goes against all probability to be able to be standing here and witnessing this. And there's a lot of people that enabled this to happen. I mean, it takes 
it takes an entire village. So I'd like to invite up the leader of our village, our president, Donnie Friend. Shabbat shalom, everyone. Uh, I am, I, I just have, uh, you know, tingles all over me for feeling a part, being able to be a part of this. I, I forget uh, the magic of this moment. I, I actually am in one of those pictures up there on the fifth floor. Uh, and uh, it's 49 years ago that, that my uh, picture got taken. So, um, Next year, I get to come back for the 50th. But we're, you know, we're uh, we're in the midst of the counting of the Omer, which which uh, lasts 49 days. We count 49 days, and each day, we get ourselves a little bit more ready to receive Torah. And you all, as a class, are so ready to receive this this wonderful moment of of being welcomed into the community and moving. You talk about moving on. Our hope is that you not move on, but rather stay with us. And you travel your own path, but know that we're always here for you whenever you're ready to plug in to us again in, more, in a more regular way. I was not one that stuck around long. It took me a while to come back, but how fulfilled I am because I've connected and reconnected with Temple Emmanuel. And we are so proud to see all of you, to hear your stories, to hear all of the ways that you uh, express your emotion about your Judaism. It gives us great hope for the future, in, uh, both here at Temple Emmanuel and for the Jewish community in general. So I congratulate you, and I'm so proud to be a part of this evening with you. Mazel tov. So it's my job to invite up Ariana, but before I let her come up here, and I think many people in the room, they know how important she is. I mean, she, yes, she makes all the ships run on time, everything works, she somehow herds rabbis, which is nearly impossible. But she also becomes a touch point for the kids in our community. That there's so many times I, I hear of students and also parents saying that with the chaos of high school, and it is chaotic, as you all know now, there is this one solid forest. And so, it's my honor to invite up Ariana. <laughs> Shabbat shalom. Um, it is an honor to have the job that I have. Um, I have grown up at the synagogue, like the stories that you've heard this evening. Um, I have been here since I was eight, and I just never left. So they had to do something with me. Um, my mom is actually a member of the 1966 class. She is here with us. I was confirmed in 1993, and here we are yet again in 2016. And God willing, this one in 18 years and my other boys in a couple years to come. So confirmation is very meaningful to me and my family. Rebinson Dina Weinberg said, Torah is not education, it's transformation. Learning Torah for the sake of education is not the full process. You have to get yourself a teacher and a good study partner and a solid community. Those are the requirements. 
Working with teens, I get to witness this transformation every single day. The students I see arrive in the seventh grade are never the students that you see on the BEMA in 12th. And I can say I'm not the same person either. I'm transformed through their wisdom, their kindness, their justice-seeking, their sarcasm, and their brutal honesty. As you've already witnessed this evening, these teens have had transformative experiences within our Jewish community, within these very temple walls. We've not taught them to memorize the Book of Brashit or the festival section of the Talmud, but we've given them tools to look at the world through a Jewish lens. We've given them the foundation in which to figure out their role in helping to transform our world for the better. As the director of the program, I feel confident in these students in our, and in our future as a Jewish community. These teens give me pride and a passion for my job that is indescribable. It's the hormones. <laughs> and for that, I am truly grateful. Many of these kids I have taught for the last five or six years, and many I've known even beyond that, I've taught their siblings. And for the next few minutes, we're going to honor them for their transformations and for the gifts they have given us. I'd like to now ask Rabbi Carla Fendez to the Bima. So for all of our teens who've taken part in Diller and in the Teen Foundation over the last year, we want to offer you a special blessing. So if you'll join us, join us on the Bima. Yeah, some of you, I think, are here too. I see a few of you here. Nice. Sarah. <laughs> We are, we are so lucky that we're part of a Jewish community that has so many different ways to empower you and to early on teach you about what it means to do tzedakah, what it means to relate to the state of Israel and to Jewish peoplehood, what it means to feel like you not only have ownership in this community, but you are already those who give back. And hopefully, these experiences that you've had with both the Teen Foundation and in Diller planted seeds that will continue to grow. My blessing to you is that this truly is a call to action wherever you end up, both next year as seniors and some of you as freshmen and beyond, that you keep finding those extra opportunities, those extra gateways to be the kind of Jewish leaders that we so desperately need. When I heard your stories and what it was like to both relate to um, the Israeli teens and to travel, what it was like to give money to the community and really think about what your priorities are. It really inspired me for what the future is. So mazel tov on all your hard work, on the hours and hours I saw you put in, and I hope it really is just the beginning. Yashar koach, you guys. are giving you as a driven leaf one um, this makes me think of Rabbi Jaffe because this was one of his favorites and he would always assign it for any event 
Um, but it's, it's really, it's, an, it's a novel, but it's written by a rabbi that thinks about what it would have been like during the rabbinic period. So, you know, in your free time this summer, um, read it and enjoy it. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Rabbi Rodich. If you are a teen who will be traveling to Israel in the near future, I would love to have you come and join me right now. Hmm? Or anyone in the congregation can all get in on this, but especially our teens. Come on up. Come a little closer. Hello. Good, we're sending girl power to Israel. <laughs> we're very happy. On behalf of all the clergy and the congregation, I offer you this blessing. May it be your will, our God and God of our ancestors, that you lead our young ones in peace as they journey to the land of Israel. Guide them as they travel, ensure that they achieve their dreams. Protect them, watch over them, and inspire them. May their encounter with Eretz Yisrael transform and uplift them, and may the people in land of Israel be better for their visit. Adonai, our God, protect them from all obstacles along the way and bestow blessings on the work of their hands and grant grace, loving kindness, and compassion to them in the eyes of all whom they encounter along the way. Baruch Ata Adonai, who watches over us on our journeys. We wish you the most amazing experience, and we can't wait for you to come back and tell us all about it. Have a wonderful time. And when you pull it out, it has the traveler's prayer. So they're, they're oh. amazing. When I give the preschool tours, and I talk to these parents, which every year they seem younger and younger, I'm not sure how that happens. I explained to them that if they really want to understand what our preschool is, they need to come tonight. Because what this community is about, it's about raising menches. It's about hearing those stories of running in the courtyard, of pulling that holla out right when it's hot from the oven. And this community building together until you get to this point and we launch you out into the world as menches. But then I was sitting next to Rabbi Mintz and she reminded me of something tonight. And so I want everyone to close their eyes for a second. Because tonight, a lot of us, we're, we are just focusing on that we're here in 12th grade. But if we think back in time, thousands of years, to the Romans, to the Assyrians, to the Egyptian Empire, they're all gone. And now if you open your eyes, and look on the bima. And if I could have my 12th graders please rise. 
So this is our 2016 12th grade Rabbi Honor Cups recipients. Against all probability after thousands of years, we still stand here. And so it's my honor to invite up Aiden and Max. Thank you all for attending our confirmation service. It is hard to imagine that it was five years ago that we stood on this bima and became B'nai Mitzvah, establishing ourselves as fully responsible adults and leaders in this Jewish community. After nine years at Brandeis Hillel Day School, my parents were insistent that I find a way to continue my Jewish education. So in high school, I chose to develop my Jewish identity so that by the time I left for college, I would have a more mature understanding of my Judaism than that of a 13-year-old bat mitzvah. And so now, as we stand before you as confirmants, we would like to take a couple of minutes to reflect on our Jewish journeys. Max and I both attended Brandeis starting in kindergarten. At Brandeis, there was an expectation that we would absorb as much information about Judaism as possible. We analyzed text, gained alternative perspectives, and started to take on leadership roles within the community. And even though the text studies were useful, the moral teachings and core Jewish values Brandeis passed on were much more meaningful to my personal experience. Lastly, the amazingly supportive and close-knit community at Brandeis helped reinforce these values and taught me that people you meet at four years old can truly become lifelong friends. I am grateful to have been a part of the Brandeis community for nine full years, but I am blessed to still call them my close friends. But obviously our Jewish communities expand beyond just Brandeis, and some of the seniors sitting up here have attended Emmanuel since preschool. However, many of us started our education with the Rabbi's Torah class in seventh grade, the first step in preparing for our B'nai Mitzvot. After we became adults in the eyes of the community, we continued on with our education through the Emanuel Fellowship Program. In the program, we learned about different topics such as our relationship with God, Holocaust studies, the Jewish life cycle, comparative religion, and how Judaism will be a part of our lives in the coming years after we leave home. I have enjoyed making my way through this program year after year, learning from experienced rabbis, defining the way I look at Judaism, Coming to Temple every Sunday always meant a lot to me. It gave me a chance to see and hear from friends that I would not know without this place. Aiden and I, among others on the Bema, were also members of the 18th cohort of the Diller Teen Fellowship Program. Diller is an international Jewish teen leadership program culminating in a three-week trip to Israel and concluding with social justice, justice impact projects. My time as a fellow taught me how to be a leader in my own communities, whether it be at school, temple, or in the San Francisco Bay Area. The program teaches about global differences with an emphasis on pluralism. And we learned how to be a global citizen and make an impact on the world. In Israel, we learned from high school students from all around, including cities in the United States, Canada, South Africa, and a partner community for each in Israel. While deepening our Jewish identity, we strengthened our skills as leaders through experiential learning. Through these three significant Jewish learning environments, 
I can say that I have experienced, questioned, learned about, wrestled with, and now confirmed my Jewish identity. But I did not get here alone. Havron, Havron, Dan, and I would like to thank each teacher, mentor, and guide we had along the way. We would not be here standing today without your support. We would also like to give a big thanks to Ariana Estoke. It has been wonderful studying, laughing, and spending time with you over the years. Thank you for sharing your deep passion and commitment to Jewish education. I have personally loved standing in front of the congregation during teen-led high holiday services under Ariana's management. Thank you for yelling at us. <laughs> Thank you to the rabbis and cantor Marsha Addy for all the time and effort you put into this program to help guide us and push us to think in new, more complex ways. And lastly, we'd like to thank our parents for the unconditional love and support you show us each day. Thank you for being a part of and supporting our Jewish journey for the past 18 years. Shabbat Shalom. So just as with a bat mitzvah or bar mitzvah, the real ceremony is in the blessing. And so this has all been great and fantastic, but they're not confirmed yet. It's about to happen. So they are standing on the shoulders of 150 years of tradition behind them. So at this time, we are going to participate in the chain of tradition where past confirmands come up and pass the Torah to the current year class, instilling upon them the mitzvah and the obligation of passing the Torah on to generations to come. So at this time, I'd like to ask Jackie Mostany, Aria Berludi, Lily Buter, and our very own Flora Kupferman, who is our Assistant Director of Youth Education, up to the Bima. Max and Gavi are the recipients of this year. And I'd like all previous year confirmands of Congregation Emmanuel to please rise. Not yet. classes of years past. We are symbolic of the chain of tradition and our Jewish heritage. Now, we pass the Torah with sacred privilege and responsibilities to you, the members of this year's class. You are now the next link in this chain of tradition. And we invite you to say traditions, and its responsibilities in the chain of tradition. 
We vow to stand with the generations that came before us and those that will come after us. guys come real close over here. We invite Rabbi Fendez to come up with us. Rabbi Fendez, are you here? <laughs> Any other rabbis here? <laughs> Cantors too? <laughs> well, it's our honor to give them then this priestly blessing. May God bless you and protect you. May God's presence always be with you and may God be gracious to you. May always see that the light of holiness cast forth from you may lead you to peace and all good things and let us all say So before we complete the service and dive into the Mishaberach, Aleinu, and Kaddish. Um, all of these students will be getting a rabbi's honor cup, which is kind of like this esoteric symbol that they don't believe really exists until they hit confirmation. Um, but it's a real Kiddush cup with their name on it and the year. Um, they will be getting a certificate and they will also be getting a book um, that they can add to their Jewish library when they head off to college. Um, and Heather Erez, our director of youth education, um, will be bestowing a little gift on those who've been teen teachers. So Heather's going to say a word about that. So in addition to all of these amazing students studying for their entire lives at this point um, for their own Jewish journeys, we have eight of them who have decided to give back to our community by being teen teachers and role models for our younger students. And I just want to show you on May 1st, on our last day of school, our teen teachers, our Chavrat Dan, bestowed upon all of our kindergartners their medallion with their tribe picture, which you can see on the mosaic outside, upon all the necks of the little kindergartners to give them their tribe name. So we already have a new Chavrat Dan. So I want to thank you for passing on your legacy and helping us continue this. And if we could have, we have seven of our eight teachers here, if Helen, Julia, Hannah, Sophie, Kara, Max, and David can stand. First of all, it is against every grain of their body to be awake 
and here by 8.30 on a Sunday morning. And we so appreciate it because they are here from 8.30 till 2 o'clock, and it is a full day dedicated to Jewish learning. And so I really want to thank you on behalf of all of our students and our faculty. And we have a mascot, which is an armadillo. It's a long story if anyone wants to hear it later. And so they have each earned an armadillo to take with them to college. It seems a little silly, but I tell you, it's a conversation piece your first week in the dorms. So, Mazaltos. You guys can sit if you're awkward. Here are people who are in need of healing in the congregation at this time. Mary Rockman, William Scott, Leah Cox, Sharon Jean Leeds, Robert Rosner, Jennifer Begg, Jared Boygan, John Whalen, Michelle Schultz, David Zayner, Russ Pratt, Jane Huff, Ted Zatel, Velma Marie Jordan, Roshonda M. Brown, Tal Yeshanov, Xander, or David Zayner. Um, as I pass my hand across the room, please state the name of someone in need of healing mentally, physically, or spiritually at this time. Please join us on page 253. <laughs> the ones before us help us find the courage to make our lives a blessing and let us say Amen Bless those in need of healing with Rafuash the renewal of body, the renewal of spirit, and let us say Amen.
please join us on page 282 for the Elenu. <laughs> those beloved to survive me. Mourn me not with tears, ashes, or sackcloth, nor dwell in darkness, sadness, or remorse. Remember that I love you and wish for you a life of song. You can choose, you can act, you can transform the world. My immortality is bound up with God's eternity, with God's justice, truth, and righteousness, and that eternity is strengthened by your loyalty and your love. Honor me with laughter and with goodness. With these, the better part of me lives on beyond the grave. Oh, and we'd like to invite Rabbi Metz up to the beam. This Shabbat, we remember those in our community whose Shloshim period is during this time, Dorothy Rosenthal, Dr. Herschel Solomon, Phyllis Levy, Alan Singer, Eva Sampson, Herbert Lang, Phyllis Laderman, Dahlia Leeds, Hilda Poe, Catherine W. White, and Patricia Ravitch, and those whose yard sites the anniversary of their death falls on this Shabbat. Abraham Aminoff, Jack Bassock, Hetty Jean Block, Doris Blum, Anna Weissman Braun, Josephine Steiner Bresler, Claire Brummer, Jack Booter, Charlotte Chaffin, Nathan L. Daniel, Harry Daniels, Jacob Aaron Dehovitz, Lena Friedman, Daniel Goldberg, Marion Goodman, Bernard Stein Greendorfer, Leona Ryan Greendorfer, William Jack Haas, Alan Abish Hoppenwasser, Lillian Jacobs, Sally Kahn, Benjamin Krames, Milton Leeds, R. Norman Lehman, Vera Lehrer, Robert C. Levy, Carlton Little, Len Mantra, Betty Hartman Masonic, Val Morgan, Claire Hyman Moses, William Nyman, David Osen, Ruth Portnoy, Barbara S. Rogers, William J. Roos, Benjamin Rothenberg, Gershon Rubin, Leah Son, Edith Stern Sandler, 
Sarah B. Sankovich, Fania Sapojnikova, Francis Schiff, Maya Krim Schwartz, Eli Seal, Dorothy Selig Newman, Eric A. Shapiro, Marvin Silverman, Pauline Cohen Silverman, Carl Strang, Sidney Wexler, and Shirley Zirkin. We are about to say the Kaddish, a prayer to support those who are in mourning. Please rise if you have lost someone in the last seven days. Please rise if you have lost someone in the last 30 days. Please rise if you are observing a yard site. As we look around this room and acknowledge the pain of our community, we all rise in support and say these ancient Aramaic words on page 294. <laughs> This is a repeat after me song, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet mother, I'm coming home. Sweet mother, I'm coming home. Now I know I'm not alone. Now I know I'm not alone. Cause I've been far. I've been far. Now I'm close. Now I'm close. Sweet mother, I'm coming home. Sweet mother, I'm coming home. Tell me, mother, can you hear me sing? Tell me, mother, can you hear me sing? Your love is everything. Your love is everything. Heart and soul. Heart and soul. Breath and skin. Breath and skin. Your love is everything. Your love is
I'd like to invite Rob Warner to come join the 12th grade down front for the mozi. If I could have everyone else here, take your prayer book in one hand. Because at the end I'm going to ask you to take it back to the cart to save our staff some time. Now once you have your prayer book in your hand, I'm going to ask you to come and touch the hala, or touch someone who's touching the hala, or touch someone who's touching someone who's touching the hala, and we're going to make a big web. So come and squish all the way down. I mean, I need you to squish today. And everyone put your arms out there. And as soon as you're connected, I want you to just take a moment and look around you. Because we always close the service off with mozi, with this web of hands, because it takes this massive web around us, it takes this village, and every little part of it, to raise these menches. Baruch Shabbat Shalom, Mazaltov. If I could have all the parents of the 12th graders to please come to the front as everyone else exits the room. And 12th graders to please stay here. of 12th graders, if you could please come to the front and stay as everyone else exits. And if 12th grade parents are looking for a way to get here, you can go out along the sides. It's less crowded. When do they get, oh, they get those later? That's a great question. Just the 12th grade parents to stay as everyone else exits. So if 12th grade parents could come towards the BIMA.
So if you are not a parent, if you are a sibling like a Sam Ozer, I'm going to ask you to go into the Martin Meyer reception. Just parents and 12th grade students, if you could please stay in the room. Okay, if you are not a parent or a 12th grade student, we're about to turn the lights off and close the doors. So if I could have all the parents and the 12th graders come up onto the, onto the BEMA. done this before but I always felt like this was with with this moment in life you have the high school graduation it kind of happens but there's not the ritual of saying goodbye I mean it happened to the dorm but you're kind of rushed and you just set up the dorm room all the parents knows what I'm talking about and so I want us to take two minutes just like if you remember a few years ago here at the bar mitzvah when you came up and you gave your blessing right here in the main sanctuary I want you to find your student, your child slash adult, and I want you to give them your wishes and your hope. Because this is 
really moving, I mean, as all the adults know, this is moving from childhood to adulthood. And things are dramatically shifting, much more than a bar and bat mitzvah. And so if you could take your child somewhere in the room, we're going to give you three or four minutes to give that blessing, and then we're going to gather up together as a big group and offer a group blessing. So spread around the room, and we'll call you back in a few minutes. Good. Yeah.